the bear from top, cause the tastes are best. Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, the Mug, your co-host, the Pope, it's Stats Man is with us as well. And of course, we take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor. But instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2023 AFL and NRL season. And so big welcome back to the program, to the Pope. Thanks for having me, Mug. Isn't a modeler? Ideal 100% track record. He's got a bit of Nathan Lyon about him, the modeler. 100% track record. Hits 100 tests and now he's out of action for a long period of time. Like it's, uh, I think you had a two-year two-year period where he didn't miss a game and now we're missing him two weeks in a row. I know. And uh, what's worse, um, Pope, I don't know if you're up with the news, but the modeler, uh, he's actually done, he's done himself a mischief over in Tahiti. The computer's packed it in and he can't even send us his set. So, um, so I don't know. The, the modeler, maybe that's like Christmas for a modeler where your computer breaks because you get to buy a new one and you get all excited about getting a new computer. Stats man, do you feel the same when you need to get a new computer? It's one of the great days on the calendar, Mark. Um, I, I, you would have thought Modler with his, you know, 15 suitcases full of cash, he could have walked into the local computer shop and uh, had that sorted out pretty quick. But maybe he just needs a week off to, to refresh and get back into it. Yeah. And uh, well, speaking of the uh, the week off, uh, boys, we've had a couple of days since the weekend. And um, well, big news in the AFL stats, man. Uh, the big man up from the Gold Coast uh, had his last hamburger and he's gone. <laughs> I like that intro. Yeah, it's uh, the, the the door's open for Dimmer now, isn't it? I think he's about a dollar thirty uh, with the books, and probably rightly so. Um, maybe is part of the reason he got pushed, but it was hard to see it not happening with the the last few weeks. And as we said for the probably the last month on the potty, it's the same old Gold Coast year after year. So you got to change something. Yeah, it's a bit unfortunate. I I, I want to see the Gold Coast do well. Um, but um, they haven't quite got it right yet. But uh, I think a lot of people are quick to forget that, you know, there have been plenty of clubs that have started that have taken a fair while to um, have success. I think I think Hawthorne for about the first 35 years were the absolute laughing stock of the VFL uh, before they ever got close to winning one. So, um, yeah, can we, we're an impatient lot, aren't we? We, were, we want success straight away, but uh, they haven't got it at the Suns and they no longer have Stewie Jew. Um, Pope, over in the NRL, um, a fantastic set from yourself, I believe. Do you, would you like to tell us about your weekend? Be happy to, Mug. Uh, had bets in four of the five games on the podcast. Started with Dogs, the Raiders, and got a little bit lucky that uh, the 11.5 line that... The Dragons covered that, uh, lost by 10. So that cover, which we spoke to on the podcast, uh, was strong on the Warriors to cover four and a half points against the originless Eels mug. And they did that in the canter. Probably regretted not probably going down the road of 13 plus, a little bit in hindsight, but um, they covered the four and a half. Dogs, which Mother was also keen on, they covered and beat the. Rabbitohs, it was five and a half point outsiders, and then unders on Sunday probably looked pretty comfortable throughout. Margaret, 49 and a half points, and, and for a while there, we I tipped up finding a bigger price at 36, and that was in with a shot. Didn't come to fruition, but um, 
the under 49 did cover comfortably. So four for four for me last week, which is a little bit of change of fortune. I'd had a I'd had a pretty rough month overall month. Yeah, mate. Well, uh, well done on the weekend, Pope. Uh, absolutely fantastic. And I'm sure the listeners uh, very much appreciated that. Um, Statsman, how about yourself? Wasn't the best week on the footy. Uh, I, Sydney on um, Thursday night was, was a very frustrating beat, depending what line you got. But I was on uh, seven and a half and Richmond were up by a point with a minute left. So that probably flies into the bad beat segment. But that, that one hurt with two goals in the last 40 seconds or so. Um, and then Collingwood minus was good. And then I said small bets on the Eagles and North, uh, which both didn't get up. Uh, and the Saints plus, which I think was pretty stiff with the injuries they had to, to just miss as well. Yeah. Uh, but sorry, there, was, there were two more which were on the cricket, um, which I nearly missed. So Steve Smith tied that. We went again at 380. Um, didn't look great smudge. But Ben Stokes, I tipped up at $8 and he did get up in the first inning. So handy winner there at $8 in the cricket. Yeah, nice, mate. Okay, so on balance, uh, pretty good. And for myself, um, I was uh, keen on the on the moving line on the pies. I think we got down to about eight and a half in the end. Um, so hopefully, some of the listeners were able to grab that. Um, <laughs> I was uh, I was keen on uh, GWS to touch up the Hawks, and that was a frustrating watch. I was actually surprised that expected scoring um, didn't actually have the GWS scoring more um, above their their score that they got, but. Um, that was only about a score. I thought they should have, should have scored heaps more, but uh, I guess that's the bias lens that you watch through when you're uh, <laughs> when you're on the, on a team. Uh, so missed out there. Got the under um, for St Kilda Melbourne. Uh, that was uh, a pretty easy watch in the end, and um, and then I missed out on Adelaide. Adelaide were pretty disappointing, or or maybe Essendon were just really good, um, but uh, missed out there. So two and two for me, which. Uh, has been very much the story of my season, struggling to get momentum um, and get some real uh, Pope-style weekends away, uh, big fours and fours. Um, but um, <laughs> but um, but it is what it is. We uh, we move right on. Um, Statsman, you mentioned bad beats. Uh, Sydney was one for you. Anything else? Yeah, I think uh, the Saints probably falls into it with the injuries they copped during the game. And from memory, uh, there was a late goal, wasn't there, to the Ds uh, in that game. I was, I was probably more focused on the injuries. But, yeah, there was a goal um, towards the end to, to put it over by Petrarca with, like you said, in a very low-scoring game. Um, they got that late goal and it put it over the, the 15 and a half that I tipped up. So I would have the, the Saints in there as well. Yeah, okay, mate. And uh, Pope, over in the NRL, bad beats for you? Yeah, there are a couple, Mark. I'll, again, speak through this with a bit of passion because I um, was on this. But West Tigers, they were 23.5-point outsiders against Cronulla on Thursday night, Mug. 12-all at half time that was, so right in the game. Yep. And they lost by 24 points, which included a last-minute try to the Sharks to go from 20 to 24, and a lot of doubt around the put-down in that try. So pretty hard done by, I felt. Uh, there, Mark, and just to throw something when that jumped to 24 and a half in some books. So, if I had waited half an hour, I might have got that extra point and um, been a winner as a result of misconversion. But um, I did feel a little bit, I did feel a little bit like the world was against me on Thursday night when that went against me. 
Oh, Statsman and I are just wincing when uh, you mentioned that missed out on that extra half a point. There's nothing worse than that, is there? When you miss that half a point and uh, and it, and it doesn't come your way, and that's I guess to the listeners, that's why we're always always so fastidious about you know these these lines and when they're moving and when the best time to bet and all that sort of stuff because uh, that uh, the old hook uh, the <laughs> can can be the uh, the difference between winning and losing. Um, so, uh, oh, that's nasty, Pope. Sorry about that, mate. Uh, but thank you for sharing nonetheless. Um, boys, uh, quick backtrack over our charity bets, uh, because we better back uh, over, over those. Charity, um, is going pretty well at the moment. Um, let's just recap that because last week, um, uh, Pope, we had uh, so for charity for in the NRL, we went. Uh, half stake, so fifty dollars on the unders, so that you quite like the unders, and that obviously that copped for us, so that uh, came up. The dogs plus is where we put the other half of our stake for NRL, so fifty dollars there, and that copped. Statsman, we were seventy five percent stake um, on the pies at the line, and that came home, and um, and we were twenty five bucks on the on the St Kilda head to head, so we missed out on that one, but another profitable uh, weekend uh, for us, so. $400 wagered uh, so far um, over the two weeks and um, $217.50 profit. Um, so going at uh, 50, 54%, boys, um, that's uh, that's good good uh, pot in anyone's language. So hopefully we can keep that going and, um, and we'll get some more charity bets up this weekend as well. Um, boys, uh, I think we're, uh, we've got a full set of... Um, AFL, we've got almost a full set of NRL plus origin. So uh, I reckon we get straight into it, Pope. Uh, would you like to serve them up? I certainly would, Mug. And we go to Thursday night uh, in our beloved time slot of 7.20. Home and away moves on to the secondary channel and the Swans take on Western Bulldogs at the SCG. Swans are six and a half point favourites, $1.67 and the Dogs are $2.15, Mug. Yeah, I'm going to be interested to hear where the statsman's going here. I think this market's moving one way, and um, and that's money for Swans. So I think if you like, um, if you like the Swans now, I think you get on now. Um, but uh, I think if you like the Dogs, um, you can definitely hold on and uh, wait for the jump. And I think that's probably where I'll find myself, Pope. Um, I've got the market at say three, four uh, myself. And um, so I guess at the opener and where it currently sort of sitting, um, you know, pretty much on it, but I can see this market going out a little bit. And um, and I think when that happens, I'm going to want to be on the dogs. I just think the dogs mid midfield um, is probably going to be too much for a Swans midfield. For some reason, Statsman just cannot seem to be putting four quarters together. I, yeah, I'm with you there, Mug. I'm I'm even at the stage of having a having a bet now. Like you said, it probably only looks like it's going to move to Sydney, so there is no rush. But I, I would be betting now if um if not, I've got it close to Pickham. It's a really strange one. A lot of the models and and for the listeners out there, uh, Squiggle is a really good website. Squiggle Squiggle.com.au gives you a bit of an oversight to which way models are leaning, and that can often um give you an indication of which way the market is going to go. And it does look like uh, Sydney is heavily favoured by the models, which to me uh, is a bit unusual given that last week we saw the Bulldogs were favoured by the models against Collingwood. Um, Bulldogs went all right. Sydney were pretty poor against Richmond and, and would have been expected to do, you know, maybe slightly better. Um, so I'm 
I'm surprised to see the model switching it um, towards the Bulldogs this week. Uh, but yeah, for me, it's uh, it's a Bulldogs bet. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, for some reason there's just that pro Swans um, SCG um, bias at the moment, stats band. Because for me, it was evident against the Cats there uh, a couple of weeks ago as well. So they're still hanging on. Um, I, I, I don't know why, if it's just a, that high possession game that they play or, or whatever it is. But yeah, I, I think I think the bet is going to be the Dogs. Strong start, gentlemen. Uh, Statsman, we'll start with you here. In a mouthful of a clash, I think it's fair to say, Demons are taking on the Lions, MCG Friday night. Demons are three-and-a-half-point favourites, $1.75, and the Lions, $2.02. A little bit annoyed that I was slow to get to my prices this week uh, just due to being busy. I think that was about six-and-a-half. I still am a bet for Brisbane here. I think Melbourne, I've sort of touched on this in previous, like last week, their form is just a, a bit of a myth to me. Like Clayton Oliver's still out. Bailey Fritch is now out. They beat up on a, on a Saints team with no bench. Still didn't really beat up on them. They just covered the line um, and, yeah, and missing some key players. They're going to – the Saints should get a few uh, – sorry. Uh, yeah, this isn't this isn't a Saints game. There's no real changes otherwise to teams other than those. So, for me, Brisbane are playing really good footy. The MCG is, I think, where the price is sort of looking here that – uh, Brisbane struggle there, but I, I don't know. I just I think the D's form is is more of a eighth place side, uh, and Brisbane are, are going really well. So I've got it at Pickham, uh, and I'll be betting on Brisbane here. Strong from Statsman Mug. Can you concur? Yeah, my my number says no, but I, my my gut feel is very much the Lions. Like if you go back and just look at the last sort of month of D's footy, like I, I've said it. I think now probably for the last two weeks, like the D's are just struggling to score anything over 65. Like they're, 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 they're not really scoring at all. Um, what they get on the weekend, 79. Um, so they're not really putting much score on. It's gotten worse for them with Bailey Fritch. Um, yeah. I, I think, I think the lions probably broke a bit of a hoodoo for themselves when they beat them in the finals last year. So they'll feel a lot better about themselves um, coming to the MCG, playing the D's this time around. Um, yeah, geez, hard to back the D's here, uh, Pope. Um, if if anything, I'm with the Lions. Semi-alignments across the first two games. Good start, gentlemen. Uh, Mug, Saturday afternoon, the all-conquering Collingwood Magpies, $1.09, Freo, $6.75, and the line is 40 and a half. Yeah, I haven't uh, haven't looked ahead to the weather. How's our weather looking, Statsman, on Saturday? Uh, yeah, good question. Let's. Um, I think it's a little bit showery last I checked. Yeah, yeah. Zero, zero to six mils, eighty percent. Okay. Well, we'll just keep a bit of an eye on that. But, um, geez, my my uh, immediate reaction, uh, Pope, is just that the Pies are smashing the Dockers at the MCG on Saturday afternoon, one forty-five. Um, the traditional time slot. Um, Frio, they have to, you know, poor old Shuey Jew, he's lost his job. Frio, for me, they are the most disappointing team of the year. Um, they 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 should be playing finals football. They, they've got the talent and the list um, to be playing finals football. And um, they've been pretty poor the last couple of weeks, getting absolutely belted um, by, you know, <laughs> a resurgent Carlton, they reckon. Um, 
you know, I, I'm just, I don't know if I'm having it. Getting belted by Carlton on your home ground, like that's pretty poor. Um, they got a big, what was that margin on the weekend? Uh, 10 goals roughly, I think. 50 10, goal, 10 goals at home and you're going to come and play the pies at the MCG and uh, and we've got a line of 40. I don't think that, I think that line will actually come in a little bit. Um, I'll be waiting for the moving line. If, if it's dry enough, um, I'll be back in the pies, but um, yeah, I, I think I think Frio could be right up against it here. Steph, man, yeah, I, I wish I shared uh, your enthusiasm there, Mug. Like their last couple of games before that, you know, they beat Essendon, who I think is a pretty good team at home, and they were they were competitive for most of the game against the Bulldogs. I, I like I'm about 37. I'm not uh, I'm not rushing in. Um, like you said, they, they've been flogged by JWS, flogged by Carlton. It's yeah, they haven't had a good year, so it's just a big line. I know you don't like generally playing into those big lines. Um, yeah, I think no bet for me. Uh, Steps, man, it looks it's slightly unusual that a team that just sacked their coach is 12.5-point favourites, but that is the case on the Gold Coast Saturday afternoon. Saints, 12.5-point outsiders, Chillers, 45, and the Suns, dollar fifty-three. Yeah, I'm wondering how much... I was very surprised to see that. I'm, I'm sure I saw it was in low single figures earlier uh, in the week, but I didn't, like I said, didn't have a good look, so I could be wrong on that. But yeah, I don't know how much the new coach factor is in the price here. Um, the Saints obviously lose Max King, which is big. Uh, Seb Ross and Billings, who, you know, isn't probably a huge impact, but there's a decent chance they're going to get Brad Hill and Josh Battle back, who are pretty important to them, and Jack Higgins. So... I think those three ins almost, apart from King, who structurally is important, um, but on on face value, it's not a huge loss of um, points for me there. Um, as you said, like Gold Coast just sacked their coach. Um, unless you're thinking that's worth a goal, I don't see how the number can be as big as it is. And I've got it at ace. Like you said, it's now 12. So for me, it's a bet to the Saints. They're, they're a team that turn up week after week and Ross will have them doing that. Gold Coast are not a team that, typically will flog a team like that. So I see it being tight. Um, so I'm happy to have the two goal head start and play into the Saints. Makes a bit of sense. Mug, what do you think? Yeah, I, it, it's a lot of moving parts with this one. As Statsman just said, I was six before teams. Um, yeah, you got Ross and King going out one way, but then you yeah, battle and, and uh, Hill coming back the other way. So on balance, you know, I'm probably still you back to almost where you start. Maybe, maybe not quite as good, but um, yeah, my my number say, suggests the Saints. Um, um, don't know if I could pull the trigger, but um, you know, I'll be just market watching that one. Maybe the punters will get carried away. You know, sometimes Pope a bit of momentum, a bit of narrative gets around these types of games and um, and maybe the money keeps coming for the Suns, uh, that they're going to honour their coach with a big performance. Um, so let's let's keep a look on that market. If it gets out of hand, well, you know where we'll be. I do, and Steph's been touched on this price moved a fair bit during the week, Mug. I think this one has a little bit as well. Carlson v... Port Adelaide, Twilight at Marvel on Saturday. Line is near six and a half. Carlson, 220, Port, sixty four. Um, I think I saw some eight and a half in the beginning. So yeah, maybe it's just trimmed up a couple of points. Uh, Not as much as I thought there. So sorry. Might have been bigger in, in other markets, but um, um, may have trimmed up a little bit. Um, oh, look... 
I was I was eight uh, before teams. Um, I think I've got Mackenzie uh, Kennedy's got to be a question mark, um, and McGovern may be coming um, back in. Look, I, I, I'm not too keen on on Carlton, um, so <laughs> I probably have to. If anything, I'm with Port, but I'm I'm around the mark, Pope, so I'll probably just leave that one. Statsman, the Carlton form line. Do you buy it or do you sell it? I yeah, it's a good question. Um, I don't know if I have a concrete answer for that, but what I do have a concrete answer for is my lean in this game, and that is Port Adelaide. Uh, Mug kind of touched on it. I think McGovern did play last week, but him, Durden, Fisher, and De Koning are all in doubt, and Pitnet uh, probably won't be back, so they might be once again left without a Ruckman and Lysette maybe back in for Port. Um, so yeah, quite a few moving parts, but I think. Like the market um, has been pretty skinny on Port in these away games in Melbourne, um, obviously against Essendon, they didn't quite cover, but I think Essendon's a, a better team than the Blues. So um, yeah, for me, it's it's a Port Adelaide bet. I don't uh, I don't know if now is the best time. Like again, it's probably similar to that uh, Sydney game, Mark, that it only probably moves towards Carlson. Yep. So yeah, I think I'll be betting Port late in this one. Uh Statsman, uh, I was surprised when I looked at the ladder and saw Essendon at fifth uh, a couple of days ago. Um, however, they are 21 and a half point outsiders at GMHBA on Saturday evening. Caps, dollar 34, Bombers, 315. Yeah, it is interesting. I saw that and thought I'd be with Essendon, but I'm not. Um, the reason being, Jeremy Cameron's back in, which gives Geelong a, a pretty big boost. Uh, Jordan Ridley is probably out they're saying he's an outside chance after thinking he did his acl so we'll see what happens there but if he's out and cameron in it's a big swing and then you throw in gmhba uh, where it's you know that's worth probably two goals so yeah i think i'm about on the market no no bet for me if you were betting hard to be tipping up that minus against an essendon team in pretty good touch but yeah i won't be i won't be betting um they'll get the big crowd down there which way are you learning uh, very similar view uh, to Statsman. I, I have a slight lean to the Cats, um, but, um, you know, that – I know we talked – I was speaking about the Pies line before that I don't mind that too much, but I just – there's just something about that three-goal line sometimes um, that can be just uh, a bit prohibitive. So uh, I'll just uh, stay away from that one. And the Cats, you know, they've come unstuck a couple of, their, a couple of times there this year um, as well, but um, – yeah, pass, pass, Pope, for me. It's our first collective no better than night. So it's been a good set for the listeners so far, Mug. And I'll stick with you. Saturday night over in the City of Churches and the Crows are $1.37. GWS, $3. And the line is 17 and a half. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an 18, Pope. So uh makes it hard to pull the trigger, uh, you know, Adelaide have really flat tracked at the uh, Adelaide Oval. So, you know, part of me sort of thinks, well, do you just go with that? But in saying that GWS have been pretty competitive and plucky and, um, you know, so uh, just impossible for me to have a bet here, uh, Pope. Um, hopefully Statsman stats can find one for the listeners. Yeah, I I can. Um betting on a lot of games this week which is always good uh so for me it's Adelaide for those reasons that you just touched on there mug I think um I, I am a little bit of a seller on GWS I think 
their form has been okay um, and at times good, but I don't, I feel like they may be a little bit overrated still. Uh, and Adelaide, uh, Jekyll and Hyde at home and in a way. So not always, but yeah, definitely at home, they gain a few extra legs. So this for me looks like Nick Haynes and, and Keith are both probably out, which tins up their key defense against a, a pretty good forward line. Uh, and Jordan Butts should be back in for Adelaide. So there's a fair few points swinging towards Adelaide there. Um, and I think, yeah, being under three goals, I I think, yeah, I'm playing into that. I'm probably playing into some big margins too here. Uh, so looking at 40, 60, maybe 73 as well. Strong set so far from you, that's me tonight. Um, on Sunday, if you're out of the markets in the morning, it's hard to mount an argument to your better half. Stats mean that you need to get home for Sunday afternoon football, but... Here we are, and North Melbourne are taking on the Hawks at Marvel. 13.5 points is the line. Hawks still 47, Kangaroos 260. It might fall even flatter with the better half when you tell them it's North versus Hawthorne too, oh. uh, Pope. Um, I think Mug's been all over this. Sicily back in, uh, Simpkin out, and let's be honest, North have been pretty pretty bad for, the, for a decent chunk of especially probably the last, you know, 12 weeks or so. Uh, Hawthorne, on the other hand, seem to be uh, rising to certain games. They've had their their thumpings, but I think when they get a sniff and feel like they can go all right, they have, and they're obviously going to have that for this game. I do think they're probably a three-goal better team than North currently, especially with those uh, changes um, with Simpkin out. So I do have this at about three goals, and I'll be backing the Hawks. Fair bit of bullishness on the Hawks there, Mug. Can you follow it with your heart obviously heavily involved here? Yeah, I, w- I wish I could, Pope, but I my numbers just didn't come out anywhere near like that. And, um, yeah, North, I guess, uh, are playing at home, and I think they'll get the, the Warlord. Uh, they'll get him back. Um, they'll put the ex-Hawthorne boy, uh, the pup, he'll, uh, he'll come in against his old team and... Um, and yeah, I don't know, Pope. I'm just struggling to uh, pull the trigger here on this one, which sounds a, a little bit where I'm at for this round of football so far. So no bet for me, Pope. We'll see if you can finish strongly in the last game of the round here, Mug. West Coast Eagles at home, where obviously they had an impressive showing last time they were there against St Kilda. They are 41 half point outsiders against the Tigers, Mug, who are $1.09, head-to-head, and Eagles, $6.75. Yeah, it's it's interesting, isn't it? Because um, for these West Coast games, um, this 40-point line is probably the skinniest one of the lot that we've probably seen for six or seven weeks um, over there in the West. Um, and the Tigers aren't going too bad. They lose their their big fella, uh, which is a, a huge loss. I've spoken about it, the importance of Nank um, previously. Um, my lean here, Pope, is to the minus uh, for the Tigers to go over there and, and smash the Eagles up. But in saying that, I think there's going to be some uh, cavalry coming for the Eagles. So I think before you do any betting here, um, you really need to probably have a bit of a look at at who's going out onto the park. So my lean is the Tigers, Pope, but um, let's wait for teams to uh, have a bit of a look. Statsman, you said in pre-production you had a lot of angles here, which has come to fruition. Can you finish with another one? Yeah, I, I sort of can. It's it's not one I'm super bullish to pull the trigger on, and I should probably clarify that the same with Hawthorne. It's probably more of a half bet for me. Um, 
The yeah, I've, I've got this at thirty six with the likely ins for the Eagles, which is probably more quantity than quality. Um, just getting back players who are sort of your you know your lower tier AFL players, but at least they're somewhat up to the level. When you throw in being back at Perth, and I still for Richmond, like I don't know. They keep getting me done when I back against them, but I'm still not that impressed by by how they're playing. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll probably not pull the trigger and say no bet here, but my lean is with the Eagles. Uh, that caps it off, fellas. Very strong. I'll go to you individually to probably go through the nuance and the extent and the confidence that you have to bet. Uh, Mug, if you're happy, I'll start with you to probably outline the games that you especially have strong interest in. I don't have strong interest in many at all, but leans, uh, leans to the Tigers, lean to Adelaide, lean to the Cats. Um, I didn't talk about Port. Lean to the Saints. Um, market watch on the Pies, uh, Pope, and a bit of a weather watch on that one. Um, I have a lean to the Lions. And uh, the one that I will be betting, though, is um, is the Dogs. So, just the one bet that I'm putting up at the moment, Pope, uh, with the dogs. Um, I'll be waiting until the jump and then backing them then. Superb. And for you, Statsman? Yeah, with Mug on the dogs, uh, betting Brisbane now, um, betting the Saints probably late, betting Port late, betting Adelaide uh, pretty, that's, yeah, with margins and, and probably a pretty big stake on that one. And then a half bet on the Hawks as well. Um, I've got a couple of outrights as well. Did we want to talk to those now? Yeah, I think we do. Cool. Um, so minor premiership, I've been talking this one up for a few weeks and the position hasn't changed. I've got it pretty much picking between Adelaide, uh, Port Adelaide and Collingwood. Um, they play each other in Adelaide where Port will go off favourites on current form. Uh, and then, yeah, they've both got some tough games. I think Brisbane at Marvel for Collingwood. Port, they both play Geelong. Port played them in Geelong, which is tricky. Uh, and there was another tough game in there for the for the pie somewhere. So when it when you come at, um, at the end of all that, it's I've got Port at about 210 and I think the market's still 275. So if you haven't got on that one yet, you still can. Uh, one I really like and probably waiting a week here, but it's up to you. It's value now. Um, based on my views, I'm probably waiting um, but, it, but it is a bit of a hedge otherwise, which is Adelaide to miss the top eight at $2.20. Um, even with my strong view this week, I've got that at about $1.60. Um, there's three games I think they'll lose in their run home um, or at least be fairly decent underdogs. And that would only give them 12 wins for the year, which probably won't be enough. So um, yeah, again, I simulate my outright prices, so I'm not sitting there manually and guessing it. Um, I'm just trying to explain how the sim gets to where it gets. They play Melbourne at the G, they play Port uh, and Brisbane at the Gabba. And on top of that, they, they've got Gold Coast and Sydney, um, who they could both lose to, So and GWS this week. So there's, yeah, there's some tricky games there for the Crows, and they're already outside the eight, so they've got a bit of work to do. Uh, and the last one, which is a more speculative bet, is Essendon for the top four. I've got that at about $6 and there's $10 plus out there. Um, I've had them value for a while, to be honest, in various markets. I probably haven't had the the guts to pull the trigger, but the way they went against Adelaide and Port um, has given me a bit more confidence. Their run home is pretty easy. Um, they've got Collingwood and Geelong this week, other games and, and the Bulldogs, but other games they should win. So, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Essendon for top four, not a bad spec either, especially with Melbourne's form and us thinking they may drop out. Um, I could see Essendon taking that place. Yeah, that's great stats, man. Um, we've touched on the show before, but we know there is value to be had in futures markets, especially around this time of year, I think, where um, if you put in the work, that you can find value out there. So that's really great stuff for listeners. Thank you, Pope. All righty. That's it for AFL month. <laughs> Thank you very much, uh, Pope, for steering us uh, through that. Let's uh, get over and talk your game, uh, Pope. Um, but just so you know, before we do all the prices coming to you tonight, courtesy of top topsport.com.au, they've been in the caper for over 30 years and, um, they, uh, I tell you what, if you're looking for a bookie that you can trust, if you're looking for uh, someone that's going to give you a fair go, when you win, they pay. Um, go to topsport.com.au. Uh, they are a good bunch of humans and they look after us. And they'll look after you too, Statsman. Um, Pope, um, let's talk some origin first uh, because that's tomorrow night, Wednesday the 12th, up at Accor Stadium. So importantly, uh, back in... Uh, well, is it rugby heartland, uh, Pope, in New South Wales, or uh, or is the real heartland in Queensland? Well, let's just go on results, Mug, and I think you have to say Queensland's the home of rugby league right now. I think you do. Uh, Pope, we've got New South Wales here, 220, so the home ground uh, still has them at Outsiders, and uh, Queensland... $1.67 in the enemy territory, two and a half the line. Uh, Pope, we've been all over the blues. Are we going to stay with them? Yep, let's make it a trifecta. I'm 0 for 2, so I'm going to stay on that bandwagon mug. Um, but with a bit more sophistication, I do like the side I've picked a, a little bit more. Um, there's a few more players in form here, namely... Cody Walker, Mitchell Moses, who did play in the previous game. I didn't think he was too bad. He's in. Kaon Kalmatangi comes into the back row. So they've picked the better team who's more informed at NRL level. Um, I don't think they take the scarring that some of the players who have probably been omitted would have as well. So I think there's a bit of freedom there. And I, with that, I think there is a bit of urgency. I touched on it last week, but... There is a fairly strong correlation with the team that has lost the series winning the dead rubber. Um, they've won the last five. So I, I do think there's an element of team that's won the series maybe takes a foot off the pedal and there's a bit more urgency or willingness to avoid embarrassment of the team that's lost tied in that. So with all that in mind, I have this around pick probably. Um, even New South Wales, I could make an argument for slight favoritism. So I do like them at the 220 head-to-head mug and i could even probably take a little bit of 13 plus here on new south wales yeah right okay so pope you're holding true there to uh what has been your lean all series um what about the uh the new south wales defense there pope that, that's been a real problem um queensland have feels like scored at will um throughout the series so far how is that being improved uh with the changes to the team They've stiffened up their left side. He's a little bit of a controversial selection for Adam Best at left centre. It came out of the blue, but one thing that the numbers do show, he's been strong defensively at club level. Only one try has gone through him or around him this year. So that stiffens up that left side. The the other element, and I don't know if they lose a lot in general with Reese Walsh being out, but his speed has given yourself some headaches or the threat of Reese Walsh in 
games one and two, and he's not there in game three. So um, I think those factors and a couple other personnel changes in the back row and front row will help New South Wales here, and they'll um, they'll be better for it. And I think you'll I think you'll see a better defensive showing, especially their goal on defence in the deciding or well, not deciding game, the dead rubber tomorrow night. I know it's uh, I know it's tradition, Pope, and I know there's a lot of money at stake uh, with the Origin series and so forth. But it does feel, you know, for such a brutal sport when it the, it's already been decided, it does feel very pointless uh, to be doing a, a third game. Um, but uh, I guess they've been doing that for a long time, right? They have, and that's a fair view. I do think if tomorrow night's a quality affair and you you see the passion of both teams there, we that view does shift. A little bit um and that's often what we do say that the quality doesn't necessarily drop in this deciding game as much as we want might think prior hopefully we see that again tomorrow night and and that view can sort of adapt and we're quite happy to have a another high quality football game even though the series isn't at stake mm. okay all right pope um and, and mate any um any sort of um uh player bets or props or or, or some stuff there pope yep I'll give a couple for player of the match here a mug, and they just happen to be New South Wales-centric. Obviously, it's the side of mine, but it's also where I think there's a bit of value. Uh, first one is Cody Walker, $10. Again, I, I tie into this quite heavily at origin level that there'll be a strong narrative. He's come back in, playing well at club football. He's been dropped in the past, controversially. If New South Wales win, I think he'll be right in the mix, and him across $10, I think, is attractive. The other one is more highly speculative. Mark, we, we have seen a little bit of a shift in thought process when it comes to adjudicating the player of the match in games one or two with a front rower and a second rower winning the award. So if there's been a shift in mantra or how it's been officiated, um, let's try and tie into that a bit. So Regan Campbell-Gillard at 100 to 1, let's back him in for player of the match tomorrow night. He well, plays in the front row, so he won't play 80 minutes. But that didn't matter in game two where they gave it to Lindsay Collins. So he does stand out in the way he plays um, on my New South Wales. So I think he's worth it. And again, there's a bit of a narrative there. He's been omitted the last couple of years a little bit controversially as well. So let's probably tie into the thought process of the player of the match um, adjudicators recently and Regan Campbell Gillard 100 to 1. I absolutely love it, Pope. Redemption story. Uh, let's take on the 100, uh, 101. Uh, no problems at all. Um, anything else there for us, Pope? Some try scorers? Yep. I'll give you a couple of any times. Um, New South Wales, Kayon Kalmatangi in the second row at $4.50. I think it's a bet. He is a try scoring back rower at club level, making his debut tomorrow night. So he'll hit those edges hard and... New South Wales do have two inform halves in Moses and Walker. So I think they'll be getting good service off those guys. Similar story on the other side. Liam Martin, $5, scored in game one. Um, Katie Walker is going to create some chances down the left-hand side for New South Wales. So Martin running off Cody's left-hand shoulder. I think you'll see him go close or have a sniff of a try. So $5, I think, is fairly attractive. Nice, Pope. Um, And uh, anything else before I leave you alone on that one, Pope? Uh, last one is unders. It probably goes a little bit against his narrative in a dead rubber uh, mug, but 40 and a half, even 41 and a half, you can get out there. I think Accor Stadium 
isn't really prolifically high-scoring ground, and I don't think it's going to be the loosey-goosey, we-don't-care-too-much game that some people think it might be. So 40 and a half is pretty high for an origin, so I'm happy to be on the unders there. All right, very good, Pope. That's a great uh, a great set, mate, and uh, all the best uh, to you this uh, weekend at origin level, Pope. Um, let's uh, now flick over to the Saturday-to-Saturday type stuff and uh, get to the normal round. Um, it's a quick turnaround because on the Friday night, we've got uh, the Newcastle Knights uh, hosting the Tigers, Pope, and uh, $1.28 the Knights, three seventy the Tigers, and ten and a half. Uh, where do we sit on this one? Yeah, I've got this basically uh, bang on market mug, so no real play there. I think, if anything, the upside, if I was to have a bet, would be Tigers head-to-head here. Um, Newcastle's not as good as maybe what the numbers indicate. I think if Tigers are in this game, I think you can back them to maybe win. They, they're impressive for a half against Cronulla, and that can go either way. That's either a mirage or they're trending in the right direction. They do have Appy Coruscant back. So I think Newcastle winning 66 nil a fortnight ago is tying heavily in this price and probably a little bit unwarranted. So let's be on the Tigers straight out head-to-head at the uh, $3.50, was it, Mug? Uh, I think we had a little bit more. I think we had 370 there. Okay. 370. Yep. 370. Yep. Even better. Okay. And sorry to the listeners uh, coughing a little bit there. I'm still still a little bit under the weather from uh, from last week. So sorry about that. Um, but Pope, the next one, uh, Saturday, uh, three, uh, three o'clock, the Bulldogs are hosting the Broncos. 288 at home, the Dogs, and the Bronx here, $1.42. And we've got seven and a half. The dollar ninety traditional, um, mate. Which side do we want to be on? I think the Broncos. They are missing players still, couple injured, one or two suspended, um, and there's a caveat of players backing up from Origin. However, I can get this to eight and a half nine, which is only a slight edge, but it's a pretty key number. The other side of eight, so let's back Broncos minus seven and a half. The Dogs did beat the Rabbitohs, so that might be tying a little bit in this price despite the fact Rabbitohs had half their team missing. So I wouldn't read too much into that win. Um, but I do think it's probably keeping this a little bit shorter than maybe what it should be. And and if Broncos are serious about mounting a top four um, tilt, then they probably need to be winning these games and and probably doing it somewhat impressively. So happy to be on the minus seven and a half. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we're with um, the favourite there. Okay, um, next game that you're interested in, Pope, is uh, Saturday night at the SCG. So you're uh, you're stepping onto our turf uh, here, Pope. Um, the Roosters are hosting the Storm. They're two forty-five. The Roosters and uh, the Storm, a dollar fifty-five uh, and four and a half. The line. Um, who do you want to be with, Pope? The Storm. In one word. Mark, I can get this to about plus seven. Again, that's on the basis that everyone has been known for Stormers backing up. They haven't been overly impressive in their two games following the first two origins. However, Roosters near for a long period have been underwhelming. So, again, if Storm are pretty serious in this competition, I think they should be beating the Roosters. And if they beat the Roosters, they're a good chance to cover that four and a half. So, how do you on the minus four and a half here with all the contingent backing up? Always love it when you're on our storm, uh, Pope, and I, and I know our listeners do as well. So that's great. Um, the New Zealand, the New Zealand Warriors are back at home at Mount 
Smart Stadium, uh, which is their true home ground. And uh, they're $1.92 here, Cronulla Sharks $1.88. So basically the pick, um, Pope, uh, do we go with the Sharks or do we um, go with the home team? Yeah, we're on the home team here. I've got this minus two and a half. Can probably get it about three as well. I think Warriors are a very good bet here as slight outsiders. They are at home. They are a good team. And the Sharks don't really know where they're at. They've been flat trackers. Of, you can only beat who's in front of you. But they haven't played anyone in a month. And they've yet to get a pretty stiff test against a good team with a significant home ground advantage in New Zealand. So I'm very comfortable to be on the Warriors here at $1.92. And again, I'd have a bit of 13 plus here. Yeah, right. Okay, so quite a bit of confidence there, Pope, uh, I'm detecting. And looking at those totals, we must uh, have a, a darn sight better uh, lot of conditions facing us uh, this week in uh, in Auckland than what we did for that uh, Rabbitohs game a few weeks ago with 45.5, uh, the total points uh, up there as well. So hopefully the dry track uh, suits the Warriors. Um, uh, last game, Pope, I've got marked down for us to talk to is the Parramatta Eels at home, $1.38, and the Titans uh, at $3.10, the top sport Titans, $3.10, eight and a half there. We've got a little bit of juice uh, in that line. Um, but, um, Pope, um, what side do we want to be on here? Well, I've got this nine and a half. So, largely on market, the bet I do like in this game, though, Marg, is the total points. And we went down this road last week with identical number, actually. But the under 49 and a half, I think, is a really good bet. The Titans, since sacking their coach, bit of a theme on the Gold Coast in the last month, Mug, they have stiffened up defensively. And I think the ethos or manner in which they play has changed a little bit. So I think 49.5, the unders here, on a, in a night game at quarter past six, is a really good play here. Paramount is also going to have a lot of players backing up based on the team that's named. So notionally, I think that affects the quality of these games and it's not... There's an element that's probably um, a little bit more dreary affair or not quite as prolific at taking football when you've got the most impactful players backing up. So under 49 and a half, I think really good bet in this game. Yeah, nice, Pope. Okay, mate. Well, that's a uh, that's a fantastic set from yourself. Would you care to um, take us back through your set, Pope? Yep, I certainly, certainly can, Mug. Uh, Tigers head-to-head, it's one of those games where I'd throw the line out, my numbers are on, but... If Tigers are close enough, I think the head-to-head's a pretty attractive price here at the $3.70. Mug, I like the Broncos, minus 7.5. I like the Storm, minus 4.5. Warriors, really like at $1.92, and I'd be on them 13-plus as well. And under 49.5 total points in Parramatta at the Gold Coast. Excellent, Pope. Uh, thank you very much for that, mate. Fantastic uh, set. And, of course, uh, the uh, state of origin, we're on the blues uh, there as well. Uh, boys, we need to get some charity bets away. Um, so, Statsman, you had you had plenty that you were keen on uh, in the AFL uh, this uh, round. Uh, but I think the one that we were both aligned with was uh, the Dogs. Um, keen to back the Dogs against uh, the Swans. So, we will back the line uh, there at the jump. So uh, I'll try and get that out on Twitter um, when we make that move. But um, but we'll be on the dogs there. Are you happy to full stake that one, Statsman, or is there something else? Um, what would be your next biggest sort of... Uh, Adelaide Adelaide would 
be my number one this week. I don't know if you wanted to play in that. I'm happy either way. Um, all dogs or or not. Uh, uh, I didn't really have any uh, inkling uh, in that one. So maybe maybe we just go all dogs. Yep, sounds good. All dogs, no dinner. And uh, and Pope, uh, what's your feeling over in the NRL for charity? Um, we're going to go a 60-40 split here, Mug. 60% of our stake or $60 on Warriors head-to-head and 40 on New South Wales head-to-head tomorrow night. Rightio. So 60 uh, head-to-head Warriors. Yep. And, uh, and 40 on the head-to-head Blues. All right. Well, there's the bets uh, for charity uh, this week, boys. I think uh, that's a good wrap. We don't have any cricket coming up, do we, Statsman? When's uh, when's the next one? Next Wednesday. So we'll uh, we'll preview that next week. Very good. Um, all right, boys. Well, uh, that's comprehensive. We've we've done it all. AFL, NRL, State of Origin. Um, Pope, uh, after your four from four effort last week, um, would you care to sign us off? Most certainly can, Mug, and just a reminder out there, if you're going to get a haircut, make sure you pay the barber on your way out. Gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win.